You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Yes, and it's time for Movie of the Week. Yes, let's not uh, muck around here. This film, I reckon, did more for Australia than any ad, politician, sports star, rock star, anyone. It's the most successful Aussie film of all time, Crocodile Dundee. You got a late, buddy? Yeah, sure, kid. There you go. And your wallet. Nick, give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife. <laughs> Knife. That's a knife. Yes, as we welcome uh, Liam Alexander. Liam, welcome, pal. Maddie, how you going? Liam, I'm going good, mate. Now, this film, right, it ain't highbrow or art house, state the obvious. How is this film viewed by Australia's, you know, cinematic critics? Yeah, you're right, mate. I don't think anyone's... No one is examining the deeper meanings or sort of mulling over Crocodile Dundee's direction or anything, but that, I don't think that means it still isn't a classic, and I think a lot of the critics at the time and now feel the same way. I think they recognise its flaws but can sort of appreciate that it was sort of engineered to be a crowd pleaser. What I found interesting, though, was that a lot of the Aussie critics compared to the Americans, I think when it came out and sort of the years afterwards a lot of the Aussie critics sort of started to take offence to how Aussies were sort of the, represented in the movie, that image of being ochre and very blokey. I think a lot of critics at the time said that Americans viewed Crocodile Dundee as a work of social realism, which is a bit scary, but yeah. so I, I think imagine, they imagine, sort of saw it as that. Imagine yeah. being viewed as a knockabout, lovable rogue. It, how, yeah. how terrible uh, that must be. Isn't that, be that bad? That the, imagine being critics, considered that way. Jeez, the critics aren't elite. Elitists, are they? Yeah. No, that's the thing. And that's the thing about this, Liam, is that, like, if we're selling tourism to America, for instance, which is one of our biggest markets, give the Americans what they want. You know, that's... that's, I mean, their country is so politically correct. And the thing they look at about our country, they've got beautiful beaches, dangerous animals, and knock about people. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And a lot of the critics as well, that was a, a small portion of them. A lot of them said that there's, that, like you said, there's been no better ad for Australia than this movie. And I think I think that's right as well. Benny? Which is interesting because the Australian and the international versions of the film were different. Really? So the the US, what, what uh, you know, viewers in the US saw was actually a, uh, a like a different cut that was a, a seven minutes shorter. So they thinned out the Australian parts. Gotcha. Mm. They 
obviously the New York parts weren't changed, but they said we wanted to pace it up through the Australian parts, which wow. is interesting. Yeah, oh, it's all uh, cheap. That's, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry, to, sorry, Webby, but that's what is happened. it. Is it still? Was is it? Was it not the highest grossing Australian movie of, of all time? time. It Without still is. Yeah. Still yeah. Is. Liam, how, how much did it cost? How much did it make? So the film was made on a budget of under $10 million and it was made for that reason. Like it was a deliberate attempt to make a commercial movie that would appeal to mainstream American audiences. So it was made for $8.8 million and it ended up grossing 328 worldwide. Wow. Which is like at the time is like close to a billion dollars. Yeah, it's the yeah. past. Mad Max 2 was the highest grossing at the time, but it, it blew that out of the water. People still making a lot of money in it. Like let's talk about John Cornell the producer and writer. John Connell, absolute genius. Of course, you remember him from the Paul Hogan show as Strop. But the uh, creator of World Series Cricket, which a lot of people really doesn't get, as people always look at it's Kerry Packer. He yeah. took the concept to Kerry Packer. He said to the likes of Dennis Lilly and Rod Marsh and so on, he said, all that money you made from World Series Cricket, just trust me on this, invest that money into this film. And I think the return, Liam, was something like 2,000%. Michael Hutchins, he invested. The yeah. Film. Porky Morgan invested big in the film. Wow. Wow. It's um, pretty pretty incredible. Uh, and the other one, which you read the, uh, the story about how this film was made, is John Cornell, when he presented, him, presented himself to the studio heads at Hollywood, they went in there. He actually presented himself as almost like, you know, the lovable idiot. And they went in there and he said, you could see these guys nudging each other, going, mate, we've got a live one here. How does this, you know? And he said, literally two hours later, they walked out of the meeting and they were stunned. They were like, what just happened to us? The deal he struck as far as sequels, merchandise, everything going going forward. Um, ben, any, some uh, trivia around? Yeah, I'm going to burst a bubble here. The crocodile wasn't real. I know. I know. Oh. $45,000 mechanical crocodile. But... The buffalo was obviously the famous oh, yeah. scene at the start of the film. With the, with the buffalo is real. And if you want to see that buffalo today, mm. you can catch it at the Adelaide River um, Inn Hotel Pub just south of Darwin, and it's on the bar, stuffed on the bar. Really? Yeah. yeah. What, the a bit, whole lot of just there. No, the, no, the full, the full uh, buffalo. And have some of his... Uh, and it's a, great, it's a great little pub. You, it's, I watched the 2009 grand final there. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you, you know go. who I reckon that the the uh, who steals the show mm. is John Mellion. I totally agree. I was going to say I, I think his character is so good, hilarious. Yeah, trying to make out he's the. And they have a bar named after him, the Oaks Hotel. Every time, do they? Yeah, it, 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 named while he was alive. He used to drink there all the time. And then he died wow. of cirrhosis of the, which cirrhosis is now, of the which, liver in 50... When which is now for sale, too, the Oaks Hotel. Cirrhosis of the liver, that's yeah. not caused by beer, is it, or alcohol? Uh, <gasps> I, there is some speculation I've that that's the case. I've heard that's a rumour. Hearsay. Um, mate, Liam, any things that are, you know, in the making of this film, around this film, that caught your attention? Um, one of the interesting things is that Paul Hogan, for a lot of years, denied that it was based on a, a real person, Crocodile Dundee. I don't know if you guys know the story about Rod Ansell. He was yes, a, yes. He was a, yeah. yeah, so he, Paul Hogan sort of denied that he based it on him, but and I think that sort of led to Rod Ansell's uh, demise a little bit. He, he didn't see anything from the success of this movie, even though a lot of the character and a lot of yeah. the, the sort of folklore around Crocodile Dundee was sort of yeah. taken from his story. It's almost like I thought the, that was uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, that yeah. is interesting. Oh, the, it's almost the Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, Chuck Wepner. Exactly. Theory. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
I, I was reading this story, Liam, and apparently Rod Ansell died in 1999 during a shootout with yeah. police. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I, he over up. what? His yeah. story is quite, said, quite remarkable. He, he said, that's not a gun. This is a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know, wasn't there a, an episode of The Simpsons where Bart pulls out a knife and says that? Yeah, yes, yeah when does. they come to Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They, get the, they get kicked with a gun boot up the backside. Yeah. Now, this one, Liam, the other interesting thing about this, when it first was released, the studio heads only wanted to release it in a certain amount of cinemas. There was a lot of conjecture over that. Cornell really pushed back and said, you're breaking contract and whatnot. And they're like, no, we just want to see if it works. So they're dri- he and Hoag's are driving around LA and all of a sudden they go past this cinema, by accident, by the way, not by design, and people were like lined up around the block and they're going, what's going on here? Got out of the car, walked up and they said, what's going on? And they said, it's this Australian movie, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, and suddenly they just, yeah, it exploded right across the country. Um, boys, Liam, a question to you. Where have the great Australian comedies gone to? It, it, there was a time that I remember New Zealand used to make these sort of dark films like the uh, the piano and things like that. We made those mm. lovable comedies. Now it's just yeah. completely swung the other way. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, there's some great... I mean, Taika Waititi, he sort of reinvented the comedy in New Zealand and then that became hugely successful. But a lot of our movies... Yeah, I just don't think they're made with the idea for a broad appeal. Like Crocodile Dundee, Paul Hogan from the get-go wanted it to be a hugely successful movie. He he manufactured it in a way where this is going to appeal to as many people as possible. And I think there's an element of that in our movies that we don't really um, target for anymore. I think we're making them for very niche audiences. But yeah, I think I think Paul Hogan was on the money. He knew that there was an audience out there for a movie like this and uh, he just had to make it. Because too many knobs out there are afraid of our larrikinism. Yeah. They, mm. are, they are too scared to mm. be Australian, which I think is madness. Diabolical. It's like... like look at the that, castle. That generation, and I reckon it's got a lot to do with wokeism, even though I don't really yeah. like that term. I think that's a, a lazy term that people use when they don't agree with something. Yeah. But, like, like, you look at the castle, if you look at... Yes. Um, I, I remember watching Crocodile Dundee about six months ago. I went, oh, oh there it is. I'm going to watch it. Mm. And I went, how good? What, what? That's how we used to be. Mural, we used to laugh at ourselves. We mural, can't do that anymore. Mural's wedding. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, it, it's just so good. Like, remember, who's the father of Mural's wedding? It's oh, the family. Oh, Bill, Bill Hunter. Yeah, Bill Hunter's the father. <laughs> but remember, he's looking down. And the son, Stephen Curry's playing, he's playing football in the backyard. <laughs> and he goes, what's, what's it, I'm trying to think of their surname. He goes, Simpson, onto Simpson, onto Simpson. He goes, <laughs> Rodney, you bloody idiot. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, but, but they don't want to make movies like that anymore. Maybe we should invest. We can't in laugh a, at ourselves anymore because we're bearing up our own Red arse. Dragon does maybe, the North Coast. Maybe we invest <laughs> with uh, <laughs> a biopic bio about Joey Johns. No, no, Reg right. Reagan goes to Byron for New Year's. I like it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Reg, yeah. Ra- Reg Reagan goes to Burning Man. <laughs> they, oh, they, <laughs> and gets burnt. Um, the the uh, Barry Humphreys, mm. you know, doing that movie's, uh, what's it called again? It, it's it, I've spotted him a few on the go all the time of late. Oh, where he plays. What, the, from the oh, 70s? Yeah, the 70s. I'll think of it in a second. Best scene in Crocodile Dundee, Liam. What do you think? Oh, I think some of my favourite bits are actually when he's he's in New York and he's that fish out of water. I love when he's in the bar and one of the locals goes like, "Say what?" and he just sort of stares back and goes, "What?" Like, <laughs> I love those bits. 
I love those bits where he has to adjust to their culture rather than them adjusting to Australia. And I think Paul Hogan plays those so well. It's it's one of the great endings of a film. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's so it's just walking on people's heads. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it's sorry. so good. Like it, you know, and that that brings all the you know the sheep station sort of stuff and like da- it's David Golfer looks good in it too that's yeah. Uh, yeah. there you go yeah. so, hey, there you go Mick yeah. no, it's real it's just it, Neville it's a, Bell yeah it's just a really well meaning good good feel of a movie um, the other one too like you think about you said about wokeism like if that movie I imagine people would look at that that's not a knife this is a knife they would say that's toxic mas- masculinity oh. <laughs> mate yes. honestly it's Oh, mate. It would be sexist because Linda Kozlowski's in a G-string. Yeah. But then... And he comes in and saves her. Yes. Why can't she save herself? She should save <gasps> She should save him. Yeah, yeah, surely. Should he just stand back and watch the crocodile eat her? Is that the new world? That's it. I mean, they're, uh, they're in, hey, hey, they're in the crocodile's territory. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's his billabong. Can't do anything here. It's his ecosystem. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Get out of it. Yes, that's right. I'll tell you what we're going to do, Lou. We're going to take a break right up. And Paul Hogan, I don't know if there's been anyone who's made the transition from television to cinema in Australia better than him. We'll do five to one Aussie TV stars who have made it in film, excluding Hogs. Stick around. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.